Hello people, welcome to another amazing episode of our podcast series, Household of Faith. I'm your host, Grace Akiyemi. It's great to have you join us once again. It's really amazing to have you join us on this episode. This episode is titled, If Only. And this is like um, some sort of reflection over certain experiences and I'm gonna be getting really really personal in this episode you want to know what my reflections are about don't go anywhere I'll be right back welcome back a preacher once asked what do you do when your life is a contrast of what has been written um, what do you do when the more you pray the more it seems darkness dominates hmm. I guess you would say keep praying to you see results yeah there has to be results right of course the fates as have been thought is a hope for what's not seen and it has to birth something even I'm having faith for something, I've got to see results. Yeah, why am I a Christian? I mean, of course. Mm. So here is it. A few years back, my dad got really sick. I remember keying into the request of Ezekiah as a point of contact. I'd like to think I did, at least in my own way. I sincerely sought, hoped, prayed, and waited that God would do for him what I heard him do for his people. Uh, <laughs> I, I, also rem- I also remember reminding Dad of all he thought me about faith and <laughs> the realities of miracles and the experiences he had. He had at some point recounted to us about divine healings he himself had experienced in the past. So imagine the faith of the little me. Well, there in the ward, I watched how Dusted Lee's condition grew as his flesh peeled off when it was turned over by the nurse carrying out a routine checkup. I watched as she had to also promptly bandage it in order to protect his broken skin or what was left of it. I was there, standing meters away from his bed. I could literally map out <laughs> the shape of his skull with the visible eyes. I could easily count the number of his ribs, not by knowledge, but I could see it. I could point to them. I could tell their length. I could tell their breath. Yet... I hoped that maybe this was only going to be another resurrection story. What other way could I have hoped? Oh, need I tell you of the countless suggestions as to the cause of his predicaments from perceived spiritual persons? <laughs> Someone had told me, there must be a reason for this. Go home and ask your dad, what's in it committed? Also keeping secret. Hmm. It didn't go down well with me, but I simply nodded. 
I have never had to doubt my father's stance in Christ. But it was getting worse. Answers to prayers didn't appear forthcoming. Dad died of brain cancer. And prayers of faith and good results this time. One of my uncles had told me in a diplomatic way. If your dad had not been so Christianly, maybe he wouldn't have died. I felt like an arrow was pierced through my already wounded heart. I had maddened screeches of God, why, in my head. Some folks had claimed God gave them a vision when they saw my father, Hill and Hattie, in a beautiful white agbada which gave them the confidence that it was going to overcome the illness. <laughs> they were at a loss of what to make of, having a vision of him being healed. Kali put the question to him that evening. <laughs> my, mouth, my mouth couldn't put the words together. Nah, I just could not say it. I couldn't bring myself to ask that. What sin are you keeping secret? What did you do to God to deserve this? I couldn't bring myself to say that. I remembered Job's wife. Well, nights before his demise, I was angry. I was mad. I was disappointed with myself. I was disappointed in God. I was really angry. But in my pain, the God I had desperately prayed and cried to, to manifest as a healer, manifested himself as a comforter. Does this seem confusing to you? <laughs> yes, I had cried for him to come and be manifested. He eventually came eventually came but it came as a comforter it didn't come say oh sorry for your loss <laughs> it came addressing my anger and bitterness word right didn't i have the right to be bitter i mean i was angry about a lot of things to neglect and indifference towards us was like acid on a fresh wound. Then God gave me Ephesians 4, 30 to 32. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. That God was speaking to me my season of pain, became my source of strength and comfort. It was obvious he was aware of the situation I was in. Then I understood Psalm 91 verse 15. 
he shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. That the results we see is not what we act for. Sometimes it does not mean he did not answer. He can decide to answer our call to be with us in trouble. Manifesting as a healer of the soul and comforter in season of pain. After all, it is only from pain that we seek relief and comfort. It takes an experiential knowledge to understand what a comforter God really is. He can also decide to answer our call as a deliverer and defender. But many people's faith in God is only predicated on the letter. When he does not manifest as a deliverer, would your faith still be strong enough to embrace him as a comforter? I found peace and quietness, a holy serenity and security of mind away from the glaring stairs of pity party. Then I understood what it meant for the soul to be healed. It has no physical evidence compared to receiving healing for a physical injury. <laughs> Just like I had hoped for my dad. Then I realized what faith meant. I saw what the psalmist must have seen when he said, Though it's clear to me, yet I like trusting. It was by reason of the strength of the comfort he found in God. There will be times when the strength and stability of our faith will be tested when the results we desperately long for do not come. The truth is our existence or non-existence is not an instrument to test the validation of who he is or of how powerful he is. Our successes or failures does not rob him of his sovereignty and authority. God eventually brought me through a learning phase that faith should not just be predicated on results. It's also absolute trust in God even when results don't come. So, here is my reflection. If only we're taught that as God was with the three Hebrew children in the fiery furnace, that not even a strand of their hair was burnt, it was also with the martyrs of the early church who stood their ground for the same cause as the three Hebrew children. If only we were taught that as God honored the prayer of prophet Elijah when he prayed for the widow's son to receive life, so was God listening to King David, the man he called a man after my heart. When I prayed and fasted that the son would not die, yet it died. If only we were taught that even in the failure of our hope, God is right there with us. He longs to raise for himself a people whose faith and love for him is not only predicated upon how much things it does for them or can do for them only in this world, but a people whose longing borders only on reigning with him in eternal glory. Only then, only then would we realize that even when there are no evidences of what humans call success or victory, there's a strength that comes from knowing that having Jesus is having everything. And on this alone will a stability in Christ be inched upon, even when under pressure.
we wrap up today's episode, remember, the strength of our faith and trust in God is not only tested when we receive the gift of yes to our requests or demands of answers to prayers, but also in the grace to find the ability to stand firm and to trust Him for who He is, irrespective of the situation. I'm your host, Grace Hakimi. Please do join me next week for another Mind Renewing episode. Stay blessed.